And we are live. Good morning and happy Friday, everybody. We're glad to see that you all haven't gotten tired of us yet. And we're excited to have you back for another episode of the 5-Minute Drill, brought to you by Out5 Media. For all you first-timers out there, my name is Darian Phillips, and I'm joined by your co-host, Simran Sandu. And that said, time is of the essence here at Up5 Media. We've got to keep moving the needle, so let's get right to it. What do you got for us, Simi? Well, a lot of people are trying to end the week on a productive note, and that includes Richard Branson, who is in talks with Deutsche Bank and private equity firms to raise more than $900 million for his UK-based airline, Virgin Atlantic. And given how much federal aid was given to airlines here in the US, I'm interested to see if the British government steps in and provides rescue funding to the company. And while we're on the topic, I find it fitting to bring up Boeing CEO David Calhoun, who recently decided to stir up some controversy in the airline industry. In an interview on Tuesday, Mr. Calhoun claimed that an unnamed major U.S. airline will likely go out of business by this fall and has since received backlash from various airlines companies such as United and American Airlines, according to The Wall Street Journal. And between the burden of this pandemic and the compounding pressure that e-commerce companies have placed on traditional retailers over the past decade, experts are predicting that there will be no fewer than 100,000 retail stores shut down permanently over the next five years. And now these companies just received another blow from FedEx, which announced that it will be limiting the number of items retailers can ship from certain locations in order to prevent FedEx's network from being overwhelmed. And we also got our weekly update on unemployment yesterday. And even though the numbers continue to slowly decline, the U.S. still managed to tally another 3 million workers who filed for jobless benefits last week, bringing the grand total to 36.5 million unemployed Americans. And those numbers, coupled with Jerome Powell's recent remarks that the future remains, quote unquote, highly uncertain, did not sit so well with investors and resulted in another day of 1.5 to 2% decreases for all major indexes. And just as important as markets themselves, are the exchanges that facilitate them. New York Stock Exchange President Stacey Cunningham announced that the trading floor will reopen on May 26th for a subset of floor brokers, and those who qualify to return must wear face masks and adhere to social distancing guidelines while on the trading floor. And I'm sure the return of all the hustle and bustle will be comforting to most New Yorkers who have recently grown accustomed to idled silence. But anyways, I just wanted to add one quick note, listeners, before we move away from markets for today. U.S. import prices fell by 2.6% last month, which is the most drastic dip in over five years. And as we switch gears over to M&A, Apple has officially purchased NextVR, which is a virtual reality company. And while the terms of this deal were undisclosed, this acquisition should be a huge catalyst as Apple tries to diversify their offerings. And if we check in on the other big tech giant, that is Facebook, we'll see there are some big plans ahead for the company and its fairly recent initiative known as the To Africa Project. Facebook promised they will more than double Africa's internet capacity by placing an underwater internet cable around the entire continent. And as far as legal matters are concerned, senators are worried that industry giant Live Nation and its subsidiary Ticketmaster are going to become too powerful. Now, this concern is a result of all the independent promoters and venues shutting down due to the pandemic. However, Live Nation is no stranger when it comes to antitrust concerns, so expect the Justice Department to be closely monitoring the situation and ticket prices for the time being. And the Trump administration has been taking some proactive measures recently as well. When the coronavirus initially began to run its course in the U.S., the strategic national stockpile only had one to three weeks of most equipment and only carried 28 percent of the units necessary to treat a patient ill with COVID-19. Now, that said, listeners, Mr. Trump is deciding to use this mistake as a learning opportunity and now plans to, quote unquote, overhaul the nation's safety net of medical equipment to help better position ourselves in the case of a future outbreak. 
And that just about wraps up the five-minute drill for this week, so make sure to get outside, relax, and enjoy the weekend. And if you've got some extra time, please sign up for our weekly newsletter, which is released every Sunday. But as always, we look forward to catching you bright and early Monday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news.